The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not let your hearts be troubled. You have faith in God, have faith also in me. In my Father's house there are many dwelling places. If there were not, would I have told you that I'm going to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back again and take you to myself, so that where I am you also may be. Where I am going, you know the way. Thomas said to him, Master, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you know me, then you will also know my Father. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Master, show us the Father, and that will be enough for us. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you for so long a time, and you still do not know me, Philip? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own. The Father who dwells in me is doing his works. Believe me, that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me. Or else, believe because of the works themselves. Amen, amen, I say to you, whoever believes in me will do the works that I do, and will do greater ones than these, because I am going to the Father. The Gospel of the Lord. I hope you have had the chance to enjoy the Icy Spring Festival this weekend. It is beautiful to see how delicious food can bring people together, which I believe is truly a foretaste of the heavenly banquet. What do I mean? Well, Friday night, there were literally thousands upon thousands of people present here. And I was trying to see and greet as many of the people as I could. And I said an opening prayer and then I walked around to the food booths and I sat at the table listening to the Trinity band playing and different people singing. But I was still missing tons of people. So I decided I would just go and stand in front of the beer booth and then I knew I would see everyone. (laughs) You know, a couple of years ago, the city decided to schedule the Steel Horse Rally on the same weekend as the Spring Festival. And we were kind of afraid that the Hell's Angels would show up and eat all the Mexican street tacos. But in fact, this convergence of events has been a blessing. As you probably know, most bikers these days are not Hell's Angels, but rather professional people like our church organist who rides a bike. So it was great to see bikers attending the Spring Festival. 
And we get to see how food brings people together. In the first reading today from Acts chapter 6, the apostles are also seeing this quality of food bringing people together. And they don't want anyone to be unable to sit at the table. And so what do they do about that? They institute the first deacon class to make sure that everyone is well fed. When the early Christian community gathered, as you probably know, the English word deacon comes from the Greek word diakonia, which means service. But it means a very specific kind of service too, namely service at the table of the Eucharist. In other words, what we are doing as an entire church community, serving great food at the spring festival on a natural level, bringing the river valley together, so deacons are supposed to do at Mass every Sunday on a supernatural level, bringing people together. You see, this is the deepest function of food, to bring people together. And in a sense, the deacons are the sous chefs of this spiritual meal. Is it any wonder then that when Jesus designed his greatest sacrament of all, the Eucharist, he deliberately structured it in the form of a sacred meal? Why? Well, because food brings us together. And the Eucharistic food of bread and wine brings us all together on earth so that one day we might all be together in heaven. Even those who have died and have gone before us, marked with the sign of faith, so that no one will be unable to sit at the table. I am convinced that this is the unspoken and implicit meaning of Jesus' words in John chapter 14, our gospel today, where he said, I go to prepare a place for you. And then he says, I will come back again and take you to myself so that where I am, you also may be. That is, when Jesus prepares a place, he means he's preparing a place at his heavenly table. It's not just any old place. It is a place at the table where he will serve the heavenly banquet and bring together all creation. And that great gathering is what I got to glimpse as I stood by the beer booth greeting everyone this past weekend. My friends, may I ask you to do something nearly impossible? And that is, try to eat together as a family every day. I know, I know what you're thinking. That's ridiculous. Most people's dining room is the back of their SUV. This goal of eating dinner together may require great sacrifice, uh, other things and activities. It may require a lot of creativity. Nonetheless, I am convinced that the function of food is not merely life support for your body, but the Eucharistic food is life support for your soul. When we come together at Mass, and in the same way, family dinners are life support for your family when you eat together.
Why is that? Well, listen to this stunning study from the Wall Street Journal, no mediocre periodical. From an October 8, 2022 article called Family Dinners Are Key to Children's Health. It stated, teens who have frequent family dinners have lower rates of drug and alcohol use compared with those who share fewer family meals. Several pivotal studies have found, the article continued, the kids who have fewer, these kids have fewer symptoms of anxiety and depression and are less likely to attempt suicide. Family meals are associated with better nutrition and lower obesity rates among children. That is, sometimes in our mad dash to get everything done in a day, we have left undone the most important thing, what we're really living for, healthy and happy families. And when we cannot enjoy cooking, and conversation at home, we also cannot enjoy the cooking and the conversation here at church. Why is that? Well, because the home meal and the church meal go hand in hand. They rise in value together and they diminish in value together. In other words, one of the most effective ways to teach your children the faith even if you've never opened the Bible or cracked open the catechism, is to sit down together as a family and eat dinner together. That one habit of home meals teaches more about the faith than all the homilies I could preach in a lifetime. Why? Because that's the deepest function of food. That is how eating becomes evangelization. And that is what I saw standing by the beer booth. Praise to thee, Jesus Christ.